Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chatting Supplements. This is a series where we explore the vast world of health and fitness supplementation, giving you our personal thoughts and of course bring you the latest scientific data as well. This week we tackle another big one in creatine, another one of those really popular supplements that I'm sure you've heard of and for good reason. It's a supplement that packs a punch and has loads of research to back it up and it's also pretty affordable. Questions we're going to answer though is how much do you actually need, do you even need to take it, can it be harmful, especially in large doses, and what ones should you actually take? Because I'm sure you've seen there are so many brands and types out there, all with different buzzwords and price tags. So really the question is, is there any difference between all of these different types? So with all that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, mate. How are we doing? Yeah, very hot. Uh, reminds me very much of when we first started recording the podcast all those uh, months yeah, ago. Yeah, it is toasty, isn't it? Mm. I am sweating. I am sweating crazy. Are you wearing any pants? I am. I'm actually wearing... Right, am I going to do this? Right, I'm wearing trousers, Bill. Trousers? I'm wearing trousers. Why are you wearing trousers? You know why. Because you made me drive home from work, rapid as possible. I, I killed three people on the way here. Just because I have to make like the timing, I have to do the whole five minutes before five minutes. Well, technically, I was five minutes after what I was supposed to originally see you. But yeah, it is hot, mate. It is a sticky situation. Definitely reminds me of when we used to not wear pants back in the early episodes. People, if people are long-term listeners, they'll remember those uh, conversations that we used to start the episodes with. Well, the thing is, like, as I kind of mentioned before we pressed the record button, I'm currently at my mum's house. And to record in just my pants would feel a bit out of order in her household you know the way you're sitting right now it just reminds me of like a horror film that like you'll you're, be sitting there oh, talking don't to say that because i thought you, this see... earlier don't yeah it, look, it looks it like door? a typical horror is film is it the door the well, paranormal big, activity big archway door. as well yeah the door as well yeah it's just the, the, the thing whole... is right i'm going to show you even the quality of, even the lighting in there you look like you're in a horror film Tom. it's even worse if i turn the other way because now i've got the whole scream aspect of having the conservatory doors oh uh, yeah okay, you're definitely yeah. going to see a face in that aren't you that's what I mean. That's in fact, we've got a visitor. We've got a cat. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we've actually got a cat walking right now. This is this this is live. Look, we've actually got a cat. Live. See, that's terrifying. Yeah, this is going to be a lot easier if we go over this way. Yeah. But it's I just, been, I just uh, have to deal with the paranormal activity door. Do you know what? It's been one of those weeks for me. So, you know, if someone does want to come out of the cupboard and take me, do it. Do it. Bring it on. Too fair, Tom. I think you'd handle yourself pretty well because I know that you are fully saturated with creatine. I am very saturated. Are you actually? Do you actually take creatine? No, that's a serious note, though. No, on a serious note, I should be saturating, but I haven't been simply because I forget to take it. Oh, really? Uh, to be fair, I've actually got mine with me. Well, I'll show you mine in a bit, but I'm going to take some live on air because I forgot to take it earlier. So I'm actually going to, you're going to see me dry scoop <laughs> it and then swish it with some water. So. Oh, you're a dry scooper. <laughs> going in dry, are we? I'm a dry scooper. Got yeah, no time for that. Um, yeah, let's 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 jump let's jump into this week's uh, supplement episode. So, uh, this week we're talking about another really really popular one in uh, creatine, uh, and there's lots to get into. This it's not as just simple as as a you know a white powder. There's there's lots to lots to get into. But I suppose we'll uh, we're, you get excited there. <laughs> the first thing that came into my head was that song, "White Lines Running Through My Mind." Nema 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 nema. From Shaun the Dead, "White Lines." Oh my god! This is why I don't get haunted. 
because I can't be dealing with my shit. Can you, can you <laughs> imagine if a serial killer wanted to, to, you know, <laughs> try and kidnap me? They'd be in for so much fucking hassle. It's like, Joe, you know what? Not worth it. Not worth it. Can you imagine me in Saw 13 or whatever one they're on now? Just like chatting shit. Sawing my own leg off going, look, I've read a fair amount about pain science. You know, it's all just a perception. It's all in my head. <laughs> it's all in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you oh, really dear. feeling pain here or is it just a, a psychosocial issue we got here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the cat's walking past skin. But yeah, creatine, creatine when it comes to supplements is the big one. It's the daddy. Yeah. I mean, we are highly critical of a, let's be honest, a lot of subjects not just supplementation or nutrition. Cats just come through the cat flap. You're right, mate. Um, but like creatine is one of those where well-researched and just to cut a long story short, you know, there's a lot of evidence showing that we probably should be supplementing with creatine for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of reasons, which we're going we're gonna to come to a lot of them. Um, basically we do, we do, we do, we'll give you a sort of a, a breakdown of what it is at its core. So it's, it's a natural substance. And it basically becomes creatine phosphate in the body. So, and this creatine phosphate then helps make a substance called adenosine triphosphate or ATP. I bet anyone that's doing a PT course at the moment or anyone that's currently, yeah, currently doing a PT course or just done it, they're like, yeah, ATP, know all about that. I know what, I know what OTP is, yeah. The old yeah. ATP. Uh, <laughs> so tell me, Tom, what, is, what does ATP do? I don't know. Put it on the spot. <laughs> yeah. No, ATP is, we have energy systems and with ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So with our creatine, we get like a creatine phosphate, which is when we, basically, if I was to simplify it, when we do something highly anaerobic for a very short period of time, but something that is very strenuous for that short period of time, creatine phosphate is the energy we are using basically. Yeah, I mean, when you when you look at when you look at reasons what it does to help, you normally see things like it will increase your athletic performance, especially in like you said the short stuff, post exercise recovery as well. That's mm-hmm. that's one that people talk about. It's not injury prevention, thermoregulation is another one that sometimes comes up. Rehabilitation, mm-hmm. um, and there's another one as well which I saw, which was um, quite interesting, was and concussion and or spinal cord neuroprotection, which is quite interesting. It's not so this is hear. what I mean by we should probably be supplementing with creatine for anyway. Yeah, loads of it. You know, there's also research <laughs> yeah. to show that it can possibly increase bone density as well. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I've seen something along those lines. So yeah, like it's not just from a performance aspect. It can actually improve quality of life, just make us, you know, more resilient in general. But I mean, when we talk about it as an energy system, like with, in regards to energy, the reason why we tend to use it in very short bursts for powerful mo- uh, movements is we don't tend to store a lot of it. It gets deplenished pretty rapid. And I think it might take like something like five minutes for it to fully replenish all over again. And that's why people might want to supplement with it because it actually increases your stores. It's making your creatine warehouse bigger. So by supplementing to it, you're actually increasing your capacity to hold more of it. Yeah, Um, I think we've got a bit later on actually when we talk about like how much your body holds, um, or not how much, but how long it takes to deplete and if it will actually deplete below what you had before, which is quite interesting we're going to. Um, one thing I do want to say, though, is there's loads of benefits there. One thing that it's pretty much not going to do, though, is aid in fat loss directly. Um, I mean, it's it's certainly plausible that it might have a, a very small 
effect, but it won't be anything meaningful and it probably is directly because of the creatine inherently that you're... Key word saying directly. It might not directly aid in fat loss, but, I mean, are we could talk about this a little bit more later on or are we just nipping this in the bud now? We'd nip it in the bud now if you want. In which case, I'll say it might still be useful to take if you are aiming for fat loss as when we're in like a calorie deficit, especially if it's more of an aggressive calorie deficit, we tend to get a bit more lethargic. Performance can sometimes suffer. So if you're trying to keep performance up and maintain strength levels, we've improved in some cases, then it might still be worth your time to take creatine. Oh, of course. I mean, if it's improving things like performance and stuff, that can link to you burning more calories at the end of the day. I, I just mean it's not like a magic supplement. you know. It's not directly going to help you lose weight just by taking it by itself. No, so I, 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 I had to grab the, the microphone yeah. then to just, uh, yeah, casually say that. <laughs> so I think the real question is, we've said it's amazing. We said everyone should be able to do it. Do we actually have some? So um, I take it uh, on the daily. I'm actually going to take some now live on air um, because... I haven't taken some today, so you're going to be a YouTube snippet. So the one I've got is basically, I buy the cheapest one, and I'll come onto that wire later on. Uh, there's a fucking spider in my fucking... Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, but I you basically got... I know, yeah, it's a fucking... It's a beast. It's one of those flying ones. You know the ones oh, with like no. wings and shit? Oh, no. We can't be doing with that. Kill. Huge. You ain't been getting to your creatine, has it? Because if it has, you're banning trouble. Genuinely, this is massive, mate. I mean, I don't want to move my stuff because I'll probably knock the desk. Anyway, let's get back into this because people, uh, no one can see it. So let's, let's watch it on YouTube, of course. But I've got this stuff here, which is um, bulk creatine monohydrate powder. Nice and cheap. I think I, I think I paid like, it wasn't much. It was less than a tenner for this for 500 grams. And it's just a bog standard. I always do. It's always by the cheapest one, creatine monohydrate. Go on Amazon. And five grams is what I take. So it's about one and a half scoops. One scoop's about, well, yeah, just roughly about that mounted scoop so what i'm going to do now is get a nice little scoop for you guys so there you go here's my little scoop my little that is how <laughs> tiny it is as well it is literally like a little thimble isn't yeah. it which is what is a one of the good things about uh creatine is that it's such a small little amount god look at that go don't you eat the spoon as well i always eat the spoon <laughs> nice little Sim- simple as that guys i mean well, yeah, you because people like to mix it in their drinks or they put like they get juicy flavoured ones. I just fucking dry scoop it. Let's pull back here. Is that fucking hell? He's going for more. Is that a dry scoop though? Because you're technically having water with it. I, I always assumed that a dry scoop was literally just like dry, no water. But I'll be honest with you, how could you? I don't know how you would swallow that though. If you just dry scooped, you'd have right. to like. Let's not pretend that you did not post a video earlier of you sticking a round tree's fruit pastel lolly down your gob. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, Bill, but I feel like I have to now. Yeah, people follow me on Instagram, they would have seen me um, deep throat uh, an ice lolly because of Tom's request. There's me wanting to do a nice harmless Q&A to see what people want to know. And he goes, how far can you get, what is it, what colour can you get down to on a traffic light lolly or something like that? You, know, you went down to the hilt, really, so. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went all the way. Yeah, I was going to take your fingernails off as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did gag though, so. One of the benefits of creatine is that you've not got to take a shit ton of it either. As you can see, if you're watching it as a YouTube snippet right now, or you've obviously seen how small that scoop was. But if you're listening through Spotify or whatever else we platforms we have, you know, it is a very tiny amount, which means that usually when you buy bags of it, it will last. It last will last ages. for ages. And you've not got to be super expensive with it either. So that's 500 grams, yeah? And if you're having like three you to five, five, grams five, five grams a day. Five, that's 100 servings. That's 100 servings. Yeah. 
Not bad at all. It's a lot of service for less than a tenner. For less than a t- for something that's so proven as we're going to come on to being so beneficial. It's an absolute I mean, there are more expensive ones which we'll come on to. Yeah. But for that sort of quality there, it's really good. But what I'll do now is I'll quickly tell you through my some of my Instagram followers what they what they said. Um, I said most of them are active people, so it gives you a good indication of what people take in the fitness industry. Um, I asked, do you take the creatine supplement? 81% of people said yes, which is no surprise. Um, it's a very well-known, very popular supplement. And then I asked what people take uh, to get some insights. So Someone said Psy MX, which is one I've heard of. It's quite a known brand. Yep. Uh, My protein was very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, most people were referring to monohydrate, but I did have one person say My Protein Korea Pure Powder, which we'll come on yeah. to later, um, which is a supposed to be a more pure version which we'll come on to someone put two people put combat fuel uh, if you're not heard of them that's a uh, veteran-owned uh, supplement company i wasn't They're aware they a lot of people in the military interesting to know yeah well a lot of people in the military take their stuff just for that extra safety because they know it's they're not going to get done on a drug test um, joe that's another thing to a couple of people have asked me in the past in regards to cdt's uh like drug testing etc can you get away with creatine in regards to the british army uh police etc i'm pretty sure you can but I think, didn't it used to be quite yes, iffy? It's a natural substance. I mean, it's a natural substance, isn't it? It's when they start blending it with other shit. That's the issue. Some put awesome supplements, monohydrate. Um, I've heard of that one as well. Uh, grenade, they put was cheap on Amazon, which is fair enough. If they got a deal on Amazon, yeah, yeah great. Someone else put Blonny X. Now, Blonny X, I wasn't actually sure what it was at first. And then we did a bit of digging before we went live. Uh, and it's actually a hybrid. So... It's fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like £43 for a tub. It's HMB plus creatine. Uh, we probably will do an episode on HMB now because there is a lot of sort of conflicting information about it and it's it does drive the price up of this particular creatine. We just we basically said that we'd buy them separately. Whenever you buy these blends, the issue is you're paying for to having the convenience of more than one supplement in a serving um, and they normally add a bit of price on for that. So I just always say get them separately. But yeah, that was another one someone said. I had someone put my protein, normal monohydrate, as there is always a discount code floating about, which they are certainly right about. Um, yeah, my protein seems to be the big one. Nice and cheap, cheap and cheerful. What, do you, what would you take, Tom, when you normally have one? So I've tried different brands in the past. Um, I've tried my protein, creatine. I've tried uh, Optimal Nutrition. I've also tried like Holland and Barrett's own brand, uh, Precision. I think it's called Precision. I've also had it where it's been like a, a mixed blend. So sometimes you get like um, oh, my protein years ago I used to do like a I can't remember it was like some kind of like super strength ultra Gucci blend and it used to claim it had like five grams of creatine in it, but all this was creatine monohydrate basically. It was all creatine mono. So sorry, you're about the hurricane one. That's well, good memory. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, hurricane. Hur- yeah, I remember it because. I remember we used to have it in um when we yeah, back, back in the entertainer yeah. days when we used to work work together in the shop with. I remember we, we used was to all over that, yeah. weren't we? Oh, he's having that horrible bar as well. Yeah, but how much? Like, there can't be much creatine in them because I'm always a bit iffy about getting it as a mixture. So I, whenever I have, if I was to have protein with creatine, I'll buy it separately and yeah. then do. You it know how much is going in, don't you? If it's mixed together, you don't know exactly what the ratio is going to be with each scoop. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you get a scoop of protein, who knows that the creatine isn't just like fucking spread out elsewhere in the bag. You know, that's just a personal preference. But I I also find in the long run, you get more servings just by, and it's cheaper by doing it separately. You're, you're paying for the convenience of them mixing it together for you. That's all it is. I mean, you do feel like Walter White doing it, which is actually a benefit in my opinion. But yeah, just mixing it all together.
we move on now to the big question really is do you need to supplement it as we said supplements are things that aid you so do you need to well it's, as i said it's naturally it's a natural thing it's normally sort of dealt with by the kidneys and the liver but to get these performance enhancing effects that we've been speaking of you normally need to up the dose your body cannot produce enough to yeah. get that hence why it's a fucking million you know million pound industry <laughs> uh, for creatine because it's, it's you need it basically um you can get it from food as well it's most commonly associated with things like red meat and some some fish um, yeah. you'll sometimes hear things like oh, 100 grams of this red meat will get you one gram of creatine and things like that uh, which is fine as I said before the numbers are always very different depending on the meat depending on you know the cut of it how much you've got uh, and if plus you it, might not like red meat <laughs> you could be vegan you know there could be all different cases where you might need to supplement with it I mean look do you do you need to supplement with it no but in general, considering like the risk versus reward ratio, you probably should for a whole benefit of reasons. You don't have to, but I would recommend it. Yeah, for sure. And as we'll come on, as we'll come on to later, um, you know, there's not really. I mean, if you have a little bit more than is like you necessarily need for the day, it's not going to cause you any major dramas. So, I mean, there's no harm. And even if you are like an omnivore, where statistically it's normally, I think they say an omnivore will get around a gram a day from their normal diet. Yeah, um, creatine, which is obviously still steak. low compared to what we said. <laughs> yeah, steak and red meat and stuff, so or fish. But you know, as we said, is this enough to make a difference? Probably not, because of the fact there's a right, you know, there's so many supplements for creatine, different brands of stuff, trying to get you to buy it because they know you need it to make a difference. Uh, so we'll have a look what the ISSN said then. So fucking, hell, I, mean, I feel like they should give us a sponsorship at this point because we seem to bring them up every episode now. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, in regards to supplements, the ISSN is pretty fucking cool. I mean, whenever we talk about exercise in general, usually we've got to go out and do find every single individual study and scrutinise it, and it's a bloody nightmare. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's still a bloody nightmare. I suppose that doesn't make any sense, what I just said. I mean, the context of this, we've managed to find two major kind of ISSN reviews on creatine. In total, this compromises about 600 studies. Incredible stuff. So I'm going to... I'm going to slightly lie here and say we've pretty much gone over 600 studies in the space of a week. Yeah, we definitely have. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> um, but no, I'll read what they said then. So they basically put once muscle creatine stores are fully saturated, creatine stores can generally be maintained by ingesting three to five grams a day although some studies indicate that larger athletes may need to ingest as much as 5 to 10 grams a day in order to maintain creatine stores, which makes sense, obviously. It's like the protein thing we spoke about uh, the other week. Um, yeah. you know, the larger you are, the odds are you're going to need more of whatever it is you're taking simply because you're a larger individual. That doesn't, we're not necessarily saying, oh, you know, because someone's fat. It's be, I mean, it, it could be literally because you are an absolute unit. You know, you could be seven foot tall. You could be, I don't know, a sumo wrestler. I mean, there's, there's a you know, there's a, a wide range. The effect room. is in the the effect is in the dosage, and a lot of the time the dosage depends on your size. Yeah, your size. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So if you are a unit, <laughs> I mean, personally for me, I've always gone with this sort of five grams a day protocol, nice and simple. Uh, yeah. The only time I ever take any time off it as well would probably be if I go away on holiday somewhere. I won't bother taking any. But normally, if I'm at home, I'll take it every day. I might miss the odd day here and there. It's one of those things which you have to get into the routine of taking it. Otherwise, it's very easy to forget. Which is exactly why I'm not taking it at the moment. It's one of those things where I want I want to take it. I just I just forget. That is one of the pain in the arses with creatine. Is that it's one of those things where if you want to have an ex- extended period of enjoying the benefits of it, you need to take, you every day. Need to <laughs> take it every day. Yeah. Now it's cheap, so that's not actually a big issue in regards to finances. But it's just if you're like me, where you can't remember your own fucking 
do you know what? This is why I was a bit late on the podcast, but I forgot where I parked my car at work. So yeah, if you've got a memory like me, you know, it might be a bit of a pain. However, if you've been, so just a bit of context, if you've been supplementing it for a while and that you're properly saturated with it, you've loaded with it, then it might not be a major issue if you forget to take it for a couple of days or a week or so. But it's like one of those things where like, if you have, if you buy a tub of creatine and you have five grams for like three days in a row, and then you forget and then you just every now and again you might take five grams it might not make a massive difference if you've not loaded yourself previously that's actually one of the benefits i believe in my personal opinion to actually doing the loading phase as well but we'll go more into that later on you say later on we're going to go into it literally right now tom um okay we're going to talk about that right now we're going to talk about that, <laughs> as, as, as um as tom was saying so like you've got people people like to load it which is like the whole thing is you normally have, what is it, like 25, 25 grams a day a week for a week? So about five scoops a day. Not yeah, all in so one quite, go. No, not all in one go. No, it's not all in one go. It's just normally, so you saw me there, I smashed five grams just there uh, live on air. Um, that would be, I'd have to do that obviously five times in the day. I'd have it now. I'd probably wait a couple of hours, a few hours, have another one, wait a couple of hours, have another one, wait a few hours, have another one. Um, and then you'd have your 25 grams. But that's basically, I'd say for those, I mean, if you're like desperate to saturate quickly, yeah. like if, you, if, you, if you're really like, fuck, I want, I want to get saturated, you know, rapid. If you want to feel the effects quicker, then you can saturate. I think, uh, is it you saturate for up to two weeks and then you, after those two, that two week period, is it two weeks or one week? It's, it's one, one, it's one week, it's one week. Is it one week, sorry, mate? Yeah, yeah. one week, seven so days. So after, because that'd be an expensive loading phase, wouldn't it? So after that first week, then you gradually go down to, yeah, three, three to, to five. five. Yeah, three to five grams of protein. And as we said, that, that protein, enough to, creatine. Creatine, that's enough to maintain that three to five. Um, but people have said, we, we actually read some really recent stuff about this actually, about water. So one of the comebacks always against the loading phase was the um, the common conception of creatine leading to sort of water bloating because what basically creatine, um, it will like sort of basically saturate the muscles with water basically that's why that's why people always commonly associate with oh, if you take creatine it, you know, it can make your muscles look fuller and bigger and you know you can look a bit bigger that's what people like to say and that's that's led down to the thing about water going to the muscles so this then leads people to say oh if you take 25 grams a day you're going to get very bloated uh very quickly but then tom you found something didn't you quite recent about uh the whole thing about bloating yeah i'm trying to fucking find it um <laughs> But I, mean, I just want to quickly say one thing as a filler for me to actually find this piece. In regards to the loading phase, it's not something you have to do. You don't have to do it. It just means that the loading phase, it might mean you can get the benefits of it quicker. So it becomes more apparent, more noticeable, but you don't have to. You can buy a tub and just literally start on three to five grams on a daily basis. As long as you're doing it constantly, eventually you're going to feel the benefits anyway. Mm -hmm. But that's why I was saying like, if you're like me and you tend to forget quite a lot, for me, I'll probably take it for three days straight and I'll start forgetting. Then I'll have like two gap day, uh, two day gap misses, etc. Do you know how I combat that, Tom? Um, the best way I do it is I just take it straight after my workout. And the, and the, the only times I seem to forget is recovery days because I'm obviously not training yeah. on the days. <laughs> ah, Joe, that's a point as well. It's not something you just take on days you're training. You take no, it, take it every day, every yeah. day. Yeah, that's, that's you're the training thing. Or not, you take it every day. But yeah, with the loading phase, it might be one of those things where you can load it quicker. So if you do start forgetting, 
well, at least you've kind of already saturated yourself. That one day won't make a massive difference. But yeah, in regards to the water, the water retention, there's evidence to show that creatine can lead to water retention, but there's also evidence to show that it might not. So it's one of those things where we're quite unsure on whether it does lead to water retention or not. It's not definite. It's not set in stone. I mean, look, if I was to just read the summary that the ISSN, you know, I'm going to let the ISSN the ISSN do the work here. But what they found was, in summary, while there is some evidence to suggest that creatine supplementation increases water retention, primarily attributed to increases in intracellular volume, over the short term, there are several other studies suggesting it does not alter total body weight, intra or extracellular, relative to muscle mass over longer periods of time. As a result, creatine supplementation may not lead to water retention. So we've got evidence suggesting both. Some where it did uh, have, create water retention, some where it didn't. I don't think it really matters, to be honest with you, unless we spoke about this, didn't we? Or fair, we, unless you're in like a, a sport where weight class matters. I wouldn't risk that's it. That's where it might be a bit of an issue. Yeah, I yeah. mean, as you said, it's it's quite mixed. So, I mean, if you're someone who maybe suffers of bloating a bit or, you know, you just don't want to chance the fact that you're going to get bloating, maybe just... Do what we just maybe just start just having the three to five a day and just do that and then take longer to saturate. I mean, if you're not in a, if you're not in a desperate need to saturate with creatine, uh, there's no real reason why you need to be smashing. Because the convenience, as well, I mean, it's not pleasant to smash twenty five grams a day. I, I can't imagine that's a an enjoyable thing to do. I mean, especially if you are forgetful as well. So yeah, maybe it might be a negative thing. Who knows? But I mean, uh, in regards to that, some of water retention. I mean, one of the studies they did look at, they actually had people load it for six weeks, which was zero point three grams to kg of lean body mass for five days. So that's that's more than the three to five grams per day. They was they was pretty much loading. It. They was doing the loading phase for six weeks, and they showed that there wasn't really like a, a significant amount of water weight. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a bit of an iffy one because a lot of people do still have this thing where yeah, yeah, it will make you hold on to water. We don't know. Some studies it did, some studies it didn't. We just don't know. Um, even if, as we said earlier, even if you aren't actually partake, uh, partaking in things like resistance training, it's actually recommended to have about three grams of creatine a day because of those other benefits we spoke of. And you know, it's, it's a really good supplement. I said it's, it's dirt cheap as well. I can understand that if you're not into training, why would you want to take a health like a supplement like that? But then, a lot of these people will take other things like multivitamins we spoke about. People take them for their health boosts. Because creatine is commonly associated with big jacked dudes and women, that it puts off the general population about taking it because they think it's just an inherent gym goer supplement. But it's not. It's a health supplement that anyone can take. Do you know what? As well, there's a bit of a stigma around it where some people relate it to steroids. Well, it's because it's fucking so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and it, if that's the case, you know, you better stop eating that steak. But I mean, uh, the, the thing about creatine is it's so well researched, and it is one of like the in regards to the people that are in the know. It's like, as I said, it's like the daddy of supplements. But I had a moment the other day where, uh, so a lot of these these papers that I print off now, I actually leave at work for other fitness trainers, and other personal trainers to read. You know, it's it's my way of trying to somewhat help the industry. And one of the personal trainers uh, like thanked me for leaving the papers on there, which was really nice. And he actually said to me, yeah, I want to read that because like, I don't know if I really believe in its effects. And that really surprised me because of the amount of popularity and research behind it. So there are still kind of like naysayers or people that are unsure of it. And hopefully, you know, this episode can maybe change one or two people's minds if they are on the fence over it. <laughs> 
Um, and if you are a bit worried now, just because we've made a couple of jokes about saying you're forgetting to take it and stuff like that, and if you know if you go away, what happens? You're going to lose all the gains. So basically, the the sort of the current research indicates that it's going to take about four to six weeks for it to return to baseline levels. So that I mean that's over that's over a month. So I mean if you if you stop taking it for over a month, you, I mean that that's you basically sounds like you've not been training for a while. But so if you were to go away for a bit or you forgot for a bit, it's not the end of the world basically. But I believe that's if you've properly saturated it over time. Yeah, if you, yeah, of course, yeah. That's once you're fully saturated. Yeah, it's not. If not, it's not if you've taken it for a couple of days. It's once you're fully saturated. Once you get to that point, there yeah, four to six weeks is then obviously the the time it takes. Yeah. Uh, and another thing as well to note: if you are sort of a veggie or vegan, as you said, the diet you you will not be able to get it from your diet. Um, so you basically have to supplement it. Is basically yeah. the consensus. So because you're you're if you've if you've been like a veggie or something for a long time. Um, and you've not been supplemented with it, the chances are your store's going to be very, very low. So as we said, it's really cheap. So and if you are to trade in, just just take it. I mean, it's super cheap, yeah. really effective. Question as well, we mentioned at the start, is can you take too much? And is it dangerous to take too much? It's the same with all the supplements, you know? This was one of the things people asked. So I did put out a, like a, a Q&A for creatine. The problem is I can't fucking find the things that people have asked me but i do remember one of them was like how safe it is for like long-term usage and dosing and yeah it's gonna be good so yeah crack on with that basically i'll just quickly summarize now so since it's basic conception there's been like over a thousand studies done on you know creatine monohydrate i want to stress that creatine monohydrate that form of supplement um and then the only consistently reported side effect um, which we've already established isn't even a solid side effect is water Water gain, it's water retention. That's the only side effect that's been commonly reported in those thousands. Anything negative, and even then, we've just said that's not a very, and that's not even a you know a solid side effect. So, and that that's pretty much it. Um, Do you know what, as well, mate? One of these studies. Well, what about in regards to long term use? The problem is with when people ask about side effects and negative effects in anything like this. One of the things that usually gets thrown out is, well, how long was they doing it for? How long was the study for? How long was they taking it for? There's actually one study where they had some, they had people supplement up to 30 grams a day. Yeah. For five, five years. years. Yeah, five years. I saw that. Yeah, that was crazy. I was reading that thinking that can't yeah. be right. I was thinking that's a lot. <laughs> and there's me complaining about my memory. Fuck me. <laughs> These guys must have been ripping it on the bench press. <laughs> that's, a, that's a ridiculous amount, isn't it? I still can't get over that. When I read it, I was thinking that can't be right. But yeah, <laughs> that, that's- Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically in the loading phase for five years. They must have been made of money. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much, yeah, it's safe. Another thing as well to note, um, which is quite, quite interesting when I was looking at this, is, you know, you, if you actually look on some creatine, they've got these like little fucking labels on them, which will um, say individuals under 18 should not take creatine. Um, and pe- there's actually people who are like anti-creatine. They've used this as evidence to say that creatine is unsafe for younger populations they've not they've not used any actual literature they've used the fact that it says on a little bottle in a supplement shop that under 18 shouldn't take it that that is a reason why it's bad for young people but basically the bottom line is is on paper that you know there's there, there isn't anything that says um children you know should not take creatine as we've said on previous episodes um if you are concerned go see your doctor before you supplement it. That goes not just for the children, that goes for anyone, uh, if you are concerned. In fact, the ISSN summarised, in summary, based on limited evidence, creatine supplementation appears safe and potentially beneficial for children and adolescents. Do you know what? Um, In this review, they even mentioned that in regards to pregnancy, it might actually be more beneficial for the fetus. Really? But obviously, speak to your doctor first. Speak to your doctor first. (laughs) 
but yeah, I mean, there is a, actually some evidence to show that it might be beneficial for the fetus as well. So yeah, for pregnancy, something to consider, but obviously talk to your midwife first. I can't stop thinking of like a little hench baby popping out now. Just like absolutely jacked. Yeah, it happens. It's just not widely reported. <laughs> widely reported. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, creat- creatine is safe. Do not fear. Um, it's true. It's like spontaneous combustion. It happens all the time. It's just not widely reported. And it usually happens, dare I say, because I'm just going to bring up some bad memories, but usually it's in public bathrooms, hopefully in Leeds. Oh, yeah, Leeds. Oh, that's um, that's a good one. That's like a... If the people know, they know. If people get that reference, long-term listeners will get that reference. I get it. Flashbacks. We'll move on. We'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> let's move crack on. <laughs> so let's move on to the all the different types then because there's not just one type of creatine. Oh, there's fucking not. Of course there isn't. It's a multi fucking million pound industry creatine so of course there's more than one type so spoiler alert though before we go any further you cannot go wrong with creatine monohydrate Uh, and the reason i say that is because the vast research out there is on this form of creatine Um, so you you know you can't go wrong so basically all the well-known ergogenic effects of uh, creatine they can only really be stated in confidence uh, in regards to monohydrate because that's where all the papers are pretty much done on um, so we'll start we'll start with the basic one like the most similar comparison and this is creatine monohydrate versus crea pure now this is kind of you'll see this on my protein quite a lot if you're in the uk it's quite a popular thing they're normally next to each other when you type in creatine so normally the normal stuff like creatine monohydrate the bog standard cheap one well, i say cheap but i mean it's all cheap anyway is 99.9% pure, which is fucking high anyway. Mm. However, Korea Pure is super pure. This is the pure shit, mate. This is 99.99% pure. So you're getting that extra 0.09% of pure. Are we still talking about creatine? We're still, <laughs> we're still talking. Oh, all right. <laughs> Get a CDT round, T round, isn't it? Um, no, the old Columbia marching powder. I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> But the question is, Tom, is this is this extra purity going to make a difference? So the only difference I can really see is the amount being taken out of my bank account, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's an important point, actually. Um, so with these different forms of creatine, like the more Gucci-sounding versions away from creatine mono, such as like, yeah, uh, Pure and stuff like that, it tends to be more expensive. But we've got evidence as, you know, recent as 2021, yeah, paper by Fazio et al. And uh, yeah, they actually showed that in regards to creatine mono, none had any kind of direct evidence to say that these other forms of creatine were, you know, superior to just plain old creatine mono from my protein. <laughs> yeah, nice and simple, isn't it? Um, all I will say is like Creative Pure is basically a brand. So it's, it's actually like, it's from yeah. like a German lab and people, when people think of like these German labs, they always think of like supreme quality, don't they? Like, you know, made of, <laughs> made of precision, scientific precision. <laughs> mm. um, but all I will say though is that, there, I mean, that obviously this is all anecdotal reports, but I mean, if you do suffer with like stomach issues from normal monohydrate, try Korea Pure because people have, even if it is just comes down to, oh, bias, bias, you spent more on this Gucci brand and you don't feel bloated anymore. Just if you, if that makes you feel, if you feel better taking it, take it because the price isn't that different. It's not like they're ripping you off. It's like two, three pounds more expensive. But if you are having stomach issues with normal monohydrate, try Korea Pure, it might be better. But really, there is like, there is no need to. For the performance benefits, it doesn't do any different. But we're just giving you a placebo to be nice. So we'll go through here with a couple of different things as well. So 
Tom mentioned one paper there. I'll go back a bit more in time now. Um, we've got a paper here from 2012 from the Journal of International Society of Sports Nutrition. So in a double-blind manner, 36 resistance-trained participants uh, were randomly assigned to supplement their diet with either Crea Pure, Crea Alkaline, and normal monohydrate. And this was with the standard doses that we mentioned earlier. Uh, participants were then asked to maintain their current training programs and record all workouts. Uh, basically, fast forward a little bit, they concluded these findings do not support claims that consuming a buffered form of creatine is a more efficacious and or safer form of creatine to consume than creatine monohydrate. So basically, they just said the other two aren't any better. Yeah. Which, you know, crealkaline is actually really expensive because if you've got my protein, Crealkaline, you can only buy the tablets and to get the dose that you need, you need to take about 14 fucking 100 tablets. How much is a joke, isn't it? Uh, do you know what? Yes. So I'm going to do it, Bill. I'm going to bring us back to Sports Direct because many, many years ago... Because we are sponsored by them now, Tom. Not after what I'm about to fucking say. So... <laughs> Sports Direct was doing, was it, they was doing supplements. Was it, they have all the, play, all the companies that do supplements. They were selling Lonsdale supplements. I don't know. There they was, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, this was when I was taking creatine years ago, but it was before I became a PT, before I ever got into research, before I knew what the fuck I was doing. So you see how to take your five grams there, three to five grams. It was a tiny little scoop, a thimble worth. It was like a thumbnails amount of creatine you just took there in one go, yeah? I bought a tub of creatine pills in pill form <laughs> from Sports Direct. And it was a Lonsdale brand. And it wasn't until I looked at the the tub that I had to take about six tablets just to get five grams. Six tablets. I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Because it was like, just it was just filled with filler. It was filled with filler. So technically, I paid about 12 quid for like a week's worth of creatine. Reminds me of last week with the multivitamins where they exactly. fill it with Balkan agents. When it comes to a tablet, they just fill it with Balkan agents to make it up. I mean, you could probably buy really expensive creatine tablets, which probably do have more in. But This is why, and I recommend this for all supplements, not just creatine. This goes for protein as well. When it looks at how many servings there are, or how many ta- like how many pills there are, or how many scoops there are. Look at how many servings you need to take in order to get to what they're recommending on the back. When they say like, oh, it's you know uh, a fully mixed shake, or to take this creatine, you need to take this amount. But when you have a look at it, it's like fucking hell. Well, technically, I've only got like a week's worth here. It might say thirty capsules on the bottle, but technically, I'm taking like five a day here. So what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a common thing I've seen. I mean, that's as you said, the one I was looking at there was that Cree alkaline, and that I said you had to take a bit. It was about the same to get the the recommended dose, and it was like twenty odd quid for a tub. You buy a bag of creatine mono from my protein, and it's like a tiny thimble, and that's it. You're done for the day. Mm. One thing I want to quickly talk about actually, because uh, I didn't really see this in the show notes, and it's quite an interesting. One is when you do take creatine, you want to take it. I don't want to panic you and say take it as quick as you can. But once you put it in water, yeah, you pretty much want to down it pretty soonish because I know of some people in the past who have put it in their shaker, mixed it up, and then left it overnight for the next day, stuff like that. Or people that make like a their own protein slash creatine shake, they make it up, but then they drink it fucking a day later or hours later. Um, creatine is not that stable when it hits water. So it's one of those things where you don't want to do like a bulk make and then fucking, yeah, 
drink it fucking a day or hours later. I'd say just, or leave it in like a hot car, etc. Once it's in the water, just just down it, just take it. That's why I'm also a bit. Is this even a word? Scrupulous. I'm a bit scrupulous. If you ever see like a liquid forms of creatine, where it's like, oh, here's a protein shake in a bottle, pre-made for you, and it's got creatine in it. Just like well, it's been in liquid for ages in a vending machine. So I'm a bit iffy about that. Yeah, you'd have to think what they're using to stabilise it. You know, what sort of yeah, exactly interesting ingredients. I'll quickly go back to that paper you mentioned earlier, Tom. That two, uh, 2021 systematic review. So that was alternate uh, alternative forms of creatine supplementation on improving performance and body composition in healthy subjects. So what they actually did on this one is they looked at the price differences across all the different types. Um, I've got a little site here which kind of takes you takes you through it. It's the price per serving. So creatine monohydrate. This is all American dollars, by the way. So Creatine monohydrate per serving, it was they they got it at 19 cents. Creatine ethyl ester was 53 cents per serving. Creatine gluconate was 65 cents per serving. Creatine decant, uh, decanate was 30 cents per serving. Creatine anhydrose, fucking there's all sorts here, 72 cents. Buffered creatine. So buffered creatine is that stuff like the crealkaline. It's basically when they like mix shit. It's like a blend, a propriety blend basically. That was $1.51 per serving. Creatine hydrochloride was 42 cents per serving. Magnesium creatine chelate or chelate is 45 cents per serving. Um, Takeaway from that is, is that there's a big price difference from monohydrate above. And what we've seen on paper is that there is no difference in the performance-inducing effects between any of them. Yeah. So is there any point paying any more than just buying your bog-standard monohydrate? Um, I, yeah. I, I, I can't see a reason why you'd want to pay more. Um, it just seems like to me marketing, smoke and mirrors. It's all to do with marketing, I think. I mean, look, I think that the takeaway here is well, we've got to be a bit careful and say buy from a trusted brand. So once again, kind of going off of what I've said about protein, you know, don't go onto eBay and just see some random brand with like a fucking, you know, like where it just looks like it's been made in someone's bathtub. Yeah. Buy it from a well-known brand. Just stick to creatine mono because the evidence shows that it works. It can be cheap, but also look at the serving size. Make sure that you're getting five grams per scoop. Or even if it's like three grams per scoop, that's absolutely fine. But if it's like, yeah, to get to five grams, you've got about four, five scoops here, then it's going to be like, what the fuck else are they putting here? So yeah, keep it simple. Stick to creatine mono from a well-trusted brand. I've got some examples of some brands, um, some products here, just to give people some sort of ideas. This is for the UK, by the way. Um, so you've got bog standard creatine monohydrate from MyProtein. Um, you can get 500 grams for that for at full price. It is 11.99. It won't be it won't be that price because they've always got sales on. Um, but that, as I said, it's a hundred day supply on paper, which is really good, even at full price, 12 quid. Hundred days worth of powder is really good. Uh, and then they've got Crea Pure, which is obviously the the purer version. On they like to say. Same amount, 500 grams is £15, £14.99 for 100 days supply. So it's a little bit more. It's not too much more expensive, but, you know, it's more money, which, you know, that's the bottom line, isn't it? And then if we look at Cree Alkaline Tablets, um, which I said earlier. Oh, by the way, these, they like to put in brackets for this one, pH correct creatine. Buzz, buzzword that. What a buzzword. Um, yeah, Jesus. And you get, for that one, you get 120 tablets at full price for 26.99 and guess how many servings that is tom 30 servings 
That's only 30 servings for the 120 tablets. And each serving is only three grams of creatine. That's awful. Mm. Pretty much what we've just been talking about. <laughs> yeah, like it, you're getting like the bottom recommended. So obviously recommended is three to five. You're getting the lowest end of the recommendation and you're only getting 30 servings for £27, which is, yeah, I'd... smoke and mirrors. Stupid. Smoke it is smoke and, and mirrors. Um, but they, uh, they label it to look sexy. In regards to the whole thing about not being, I'm going back in time a bit here to say about when it's not that stable in water. There is some evidence though to show that just in general, in regards to general storage, and this is actually going to be really, really useful. And I've got like a little story behind this as well. It can actually, your creatine mono can still be used a couple of years after the expiration date. So in storage, even high temperatures, as long as it's not made in contact with water, obviously, but like as long as it's in storage, it can, yeah, it can still be good like two to three years after its expiration date. So what happened to me was the last time I took creatine, I actually found one from like a tub I bought maybe like three years ago. Now it had the caking agents had obviously not worked so well because when I got out, it was like solid lumps. It actually looked like crystal meth. But yeah, it's it's probably still working. I wouldn't know really because I forgot to stop. Stop. I forgot to keep taking it after about a week. But yeah, if you do have like an old mouldy tub of creatine, it's probably still worth taking it. If you go like, oh, yeah, fuck, I've actually got some in the boot of my car. Yeah, crack on with yeah, it. Why not go for it? Yeah, um. <laughs> and let us know if you're still alive next week. Tom, we know we've been about the prices there and all about the different premium products and brand and stuff. This reminds me of last week's conversation about the uh, the Tory multivitamins. I think we've got, what we've got here is we've got a case of the UK political parties getting involved with the creatine supplementation industry. I feel like Creer Pure has got Tories written all over it. I don't know. Creer Pure could be a bit... Oh, am I going to start losing followers here now we're getting political? I know Creer Pure could be Labour because it has got a bit of like a champagne socialist vibe to it. Yeah, it does, yeah. You're right. Mm. You know... <laughs> what, what's your what's your bog standard monohydrate then? Your bog standard monohydrate. Got to be very careful what you say. Oh, no pressure. It's got to be like an independent party, hasn't it? One that we've not seen yet. What's the one the buckethead? The one with the bucket on his head. Yeah, like right. Let's go, Lord Buckethead. <laughs> Lord Buckethead. Oh, I forgot about that. That was the political battle of the century. Lord Buckethead versus Count Binface. Forgot all about that. What is he actually a fucking... He has got a name for his party, hasn't he? It's not the Creative Mono Association, is it? Is it, isn't it the Raven Looney Party or something? It's not like ISSN, is it? ISSN, <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> ah, the Grem... Well, he was in charge of... Yeah, it's, uh, it used to be called the Gremloids. <laughs> and then... But as, as, of, as of 2019, <laughs> it is now the official Monster Raven Looney Party. Yeah, I thought so. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know what brand that is to be honest with you as far as I'm concerned they need to just stay away from the supplement industry right yeah maybe if Huel starts doing creatine that could uh, be their party I don't know Huel's the green party aren't they really I thought we'd put Huel on a yeah, <laughs> yeah good shout actually <laughs> we'll have to, good it? shout I just want to quickly say something though, Tom, because I feel like this could be very this could be very heated out in the world. Is that at this point, I think they're all as bad as each other, and I've got no affiliation. So people don't start thinking we're hating on certain parties. We're not. We're not hating on anyone. We're neutral. This is a neutral podcast. There are no there are yeah. no political there are no political affiliations on this podcast. I mean, I I gave up on all parties when I voted for all of them at least once, 
and realised <laughs> I still had to pay tax. <laughs> still had to pay tax. And out of order. Back out of order. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I mean, the way it's going, mate, um, if things keep going, we're going we're to have to pay tax on Career Pure next, um, the, way this, the way it's going. Um, State-sponsored Career Pure. State-sponsored Career Pure. <laughs> Comrade. But no, to, so to summarise this episode, guys, it you know, creatine is monohydrate anyway is you know one of the most researched sometimes people say it's the most researched fucking supplement out there yeah uh, and that you know if you are into performance strength gains building muscle and basically anything you, i mean even if you're not it's just one of those things you should, you should probably go ahead and just try and grab some because of how cheap it is as i said you can get a bag for less than a tenner which will last you 100 days as long as you remember to take it um there shouldn't really be any issues uh, just as Tom said, stay away from the tablets. As as convenient as the tablets seem, and how easy they seem to just have, be able to pop a few tablets, it's not worth it. You pay more, and you just find yourself fucking you're like a pharmacy, just like popping fucking hundreds of pills to get the, the recommended dose. So basically, a takeaway from this is like, in regards to its benefits, you can increase your short like a uh, anaerobic performance. So that could be on whether it's strength training. It could be on if you're a sprinter. Even like with uh, athletes like swimmers, etc., it's, it's, it's been shown to kind of improve their performance and recovery as well. But I mean, um, in regards to actually taking it, you can do the loading phase if you want, which is basically taking 25 grams a day, split into five grams every couple of hours. You do that for, is it a week, Bill? Yeah, a week, seven days, yeah. So you do that for a week, seven days, and then you gradually go down to three to five grams a day, and you take it every day from then on. So even if you're having a rest day, you take it as a rest day. However, you don't have to do the loading phase. You can just go to the shop, buy your creatine monohydrate, and just start taking three to five grams every day from then on. Now, one important thing to say is in regards to when you take it, creatine is not an acute supplementation. So what I mean by that, it's not like you take caffeine and then within 30 minutes, you're ready to fucking rip and tear it's a saturating effect. So you have to just take it over time and then you'll gradually see the effects. So it doesn't really matter if you take it in the morning or night. I think there is some evidence that might show like tiny minuscule benefits possibly from what I remember. But what matters is, is that you're just taking it consistently every day. Where it be, I mean, there might be a slight tiny benefit to take it post-workout. But what matters is that you're just taking it every day. That's the main picture you know. As I said, the, the reason I, I would take it post-workout is because it's a really easy time to remember because you've just exercised. You think, right, what do I need to do after exercise? I that's, need to fuel yeah, like, creatine. That's that's like. And if you are having like a protein shake, why not just yeah, quickly chuck it in there, then go for it. Yeah, as long as you're not like waiting hours on end to take it, which usually doesn't happen. But as you said, usually it's a convenient thing, isn't it? You don't have to take a protein shake or any supplement straight after the gym or workout. However, it's just convenience, isn't it? But I mean, um, yeah, that's basically the applications for taking creatine. Yeah, well worth it. If anyone's got any more questions on creatine or they want any more sort of recommendations for products, um, just get in touch. Emails in the show notes, our Instagrams in the show notes, more than happy to, to help out where we can. But all I'd say was is, yeah, grab some, especially if you are into fitness. Uh, but just as always, we'll just always say, you know, go and see a doctor first before supplements anything is our little, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a cover before for us. finish... There are a couple of little tiny extra things in regards to like the misconceptions. One of them being the big one. I don't want to say anything, but male baldness. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? That creatine causes baldness. It creates is that, hair loss. Is that why you stopped taking it, Tom? 
<laughs> it's because I stopped taking it. Like it started happening. <laughs> but yeah, Joe, I'm just going to rattle these off. It's going to be boring because I'm literally reading from a sheet. But hopefully, this can clear up any kind of misconceptions you may have of it. So, in regards to this pay, so in regards to this review, this is 2021. So, this is as of today. If you're listening to this podcast, it's been recorded in the year 2021. So, this is the most recent evidence we have. Here we go. Creatine supplementation does not always lead to water retention. Keyword being not always. It's not, oh, it doesn't lead to it. It's just that it doesn't always lead to it, as we kind of said earlier on. Creatine is not an anabolic steroid. So, you know, if your mum finds your creatine under your bed, just tell her, mum, it's all right. I listen to this podcast. It's safe as houses. I'm not injecting it into my bum hole. Right. Creatine supplementation when ingested at recommended dosages does not result in kidney damage and or renal dysfunction in healthy individuals. But once again, if you are worried, please consult with your doctor. The majority of available evidence does not support a link between creatine supplementation and hair loss slash baldness. Bill, don't say anything. Creatine supplementation does not cause dehydration or muscle cramping. So that seems quite solid then to their, their stand on that, that it just simply doesn't create it. Creatine supplementation appears to be generally safe and potentially beneficial for children and adolescents. Creatine supplementation does not increase fat mass, which, yeah, doesn't kind of make sense anyway. Uh, as we kind of mentioned earlier as well, smaller daily dosages of creatine supplementation, 3 to 5 grams or 0.1 gram per kilo of body mass are effective. So there you go. If you want to be super anal and, you know, calculate it to your body weight, there you go. 0.1 gram per kg of body weight. Creatine supplementation and resistance training produces the vast majority of musculoskeletal and performance benefits in older adults. Creatine supplementation alone can provide some muscle and performance benefits for older adults. So once again, different age populations as well. For older adults who tend to be more kind of vulnerable, especially in regards to musculoskeletal uh, issues and injuries, creatine might make you more resilient, especially if you are training as well. Creatine supplementation can be beneficial for a variety of athletic and sporting activities. So yeah, as I said, it's not just uh, strength training. That's the thing. With with creatine, the first thing I tend to think of is heavy reps. What about things like CrossFit, etc., where you might have to do something with quite a quick burst of speed? Now, don't get me wrong, it might take you five minutes after to kind of replenish your creatine stores, but still super useful. Creatine supplementation provides a variety of benefits for females across their lifespan. That's quite interesting as well. We can obviously do more details when you do your train primal infographic as well, Bill, I suppose. Other forms of creatine are not superior to creatine monohydrate. So yeah, keep it simple. And that's pretty much the ISSN's current stand on the misconceptions and what the scientific evidence actually shows. So yeah, in summary, creatine is fucking awesome for a whole wide range of reasons. It's quite affordable. You tend to find it in any supplementation shop on the planet, whether it be Holland and Barrett, My Protein, whatever. There's not, no reason not to take it. You don't have to take it, but you should probably take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes it easy for them, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we'll wrap up there. Um, that's another another episode of the supplement series done or oh, what is next what is next week's episode in the supplement series I haven't got it up hold on oh god people are going to be what, what are we talking about I know week? yet maybe you know um, I might have to pull a sickie if it's something I don't know about oh here we go this is an interesting one 
Cyclic dextrin, rapid carbs. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've got a cold that week. <laughs> You've got a cold that week. Now I'm joking. That would be quite a good one because That's I know cyclic dextrin is getting more Very popular. Very popular. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. And I know it's uh, popular in a certain community as well. Is it really? Oh. It might be. I wonder what community that is, but I'm sure people will tune in next week and they'll find out exactly what community that is. So um, Some people are probably shitting it about now, thinking, <laughs> oh my God, have I wasted my money on this? Or is it going to be like a lifesaver? Who knows? I'm not going to tell you until next week. Find out next week. Pleasure as always, Tom. Uh, we'll speak to you all again very, very soon. See you later. As always, thanks for listening. If you are enjoying our content and you want to join us again next week for the next edition of Chatting Supplements, make sure you hit that subscribe slash follow button on your podcast app. This will mean that you are notified every single week when we release a brand new episode. And thanks again for all the support and engagement you guys have been giving over the last 15 months or so. I mean, if there's anything you want to know in this space or need some help and guidance on your journey, please don't hesitate to drop us an email or get in touch via our Instagrams listed down in the show notes below. So we will see you next week, same time, same place for a brand new episode. See you soon.